This is home with Forbes and Marshall. It's a celebration of everything that makes Victoria home. The people, the events that bind our community, and the stories that make us smile. Welcome home. Here's Michael and Lisa. Hi, welcome to our podcast. Excuse me? Oh. Are you? I just thought I'd try out some of this ASMR. Okay, this is really strange. Yeah, there's so many. This is very weird. YouTube videos of people whispering because you, it's supposed to like give you some sort of tingling sensation. Do you have a laryngitis or something, or no. you just are you trying to hide something so no. I won't hear it? No, it's all the rage. Excuse now. me. People who whisper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I don't know that's if just that's just wrong on so many if, levels. I don't know if people are into a guy whispering. <laughs> oh, it's like, it's got to be a woman. Usually, it's it's the female whispers. You oh, should try it. No, you try I, it. I think we've you had enough be, of that for this podcast. You could uh, <laughs> you could be the uh, husband whisperer and show everyone how you control me. Mm, right? Can, hey. I can sit and stay. All that kind of stuff. So, how are you doing anyway? What's going on? in this world how's it going we have one son who's in spain right now mm-hmm. he's been traveling around spain uh, madrid barcelona apparently it's about what 33 there on it's a good day very very hot yeah, well especially warm. in madrid but once mm-hmm. you get to barcelona it's uh, near the water and everything it's kind of comfortable temperatures like we have here on the west coast yeah you know what there's something terribly wrong when your child, well, he's not a child anymore, uh, gets to go to Europe before you do. <laughs> like, Why? W- weren't we, we, we're talking about going to Europe for years and years, and yeah. it just... Well, life gets in the way. Life has happened. other plans well, the, for you. Well, the good news is we've been to Puerto Vallarta 27 times. It's true. So, it's true. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, that, that was a good thing. Yeah, you know, don't, all not those, complaining. Those ocean jet vacations. Our fun. other son, uh, thank you for asking, um, is great graduating from high school and we're actually going to his French immersion grad tonight mm-hmm. which I'm sure that I am going to weep yes I wonder if they'll have any hors d'oeuvres <laughs> he's thinking about food I'm thinking about you know the big no. life change no. that our son is is going through. I'm thinking about the only French word that I know oh hors d'oeuvres yeah yeah um they did ask for uh, a middle school picture of Adams so I sent them his grade seven picture mm-hmm. and it's just like oh my gosh you used to be so cute and I so know. lovable and now you're yeah you're Adam yeah you, you open <laughs> bedroom door a crack he goes what are you doing yeah exactly get out get out of my <laughs> I'm room I'm watching YouTube and the Raptors <laughs> yeah. he said what's all that whispering going on yeah, the thing about it, though, he has to miss the game, so he's not he's not liking that. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, we're in the full swing of, uh, you know, Raptors, and uh, you're just talking about, uh, you know, school graduations. We do know that there's a, a young man here in Greater Victoria that— um, a good friend of ours, David, he drives school bus. Mm-hmm. Gets and, to know the kids. And you get to know the kids after a while. And there's uh, one boy on his bus that needs a special bus of his own. Yeah, so there is a GoFundMe campaign for nine-year-old Nathaniel. So he's a little boy. Uh, he's got two younger brothers and has a rare genetic disorder that uh, he confines him to a wheelchair. Mm. Um, so his mom can only work part-time because she has to care for him and take him to appointments to help him, you know, navigate. 
navigate his way in this world, and they need a special vehicle to get him around, which would be easier to get him in and out of the van safely, and also for them to transport him in and out of the van safely as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, just go to the link on our website at ForbesandMarshall.ca, and if you could be so kind to help Nathaniel's family out, that would be greatly appreciated. I think the van is somewhere around $80,000. So they really need some help. And they do have one now, and they're more than happy to donate that if they get mm-hmm. this uh, this new van. So I think there are about $4,500 in, so they mm-hmm. still have a ways to go. Every s- single little bit helps. So yeah. if you can f- uh, help Nathaniel, that would be awesome. It really would. You know what? Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we have uh, musicians on and mm-hmm. sort of the artist types some sometimes, authors as well. We sure do. And uh, Joanne Kim has got a book out, and it was her way of coping with the death of her beloved cat, George. Oh, my gosh. George was one of these, you know, great souls. He was mm-hmm. an old soul. Right. And so she thought, you know, I'm, I'm having a difficult time getting over his passing. You lose a family and member and, you know, cats and dogs, they're family members. They sure are. So she wrote a book called George, a Memoir. I noticed that you can get it on Amazon. and mm-hmm. all. Good. And uh, we thought we would sit down with Joanne and just talk a little bit about the book and what inspired it. So we're here at the book launch with uh, Joanne, and we know Joanne from soccer. Uh, used to uh, coach her son David. He yeah. was our uh, he was our goalkeeper, which was awesome. And um, very excited to, to to be here at this book launch. Now this is a very you know personal journey for you and your family. Um, the book is called George a Memoir, and it's got the the photo of a just a beautiful kitty you know on what, the front. Do you, do you know what kind of cat he was? That's a really good question. I think he was just one of those short-haired tabbies. Yeah, you know, you know what? Uh, nowadays, you can send like DNA in, like ancestry DNA, and you can find out what kind of, you know, like for dogs and cats, oh, wow. right? Wow, yeah, there's That's a mix. Incredible. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, anyone who's a who's had a pet. And, and lost a pet they, they, they go through a grieving process and it's uh, it's um, it's very sad and and some people take it you know I guess it's harder than others right um, you did something about that so what kind of cat was George George is what we call special and I, I say that with a lot of love because he had he had a quirky personality he was one that was initially skittish when you first got to know him but then he started to be like the man of the house he'd saunter around and and made his presence known and and he was kind of bigger in life than than anyone ever thought he was mm-hmm. so um but he just loved to be with people he loved to sit on your lap if you're watching tv he would jump up and he would lay right on your chest and he just wanted to be loved that was his whole being mm-hmm. and so throughout the time we had him and luckily for us we you know we got so bonded with him and he with us and he was just this is one of those cats that you'll never forget mm-hmm. ever yeah you know a lot of people say cats are are, are, are aloof um, I, I saw something on a billboard uh, recently. It said, uh, you know, dogs uh, have unconditional love and they, they, they love you just because you're you, uh, but a cat wants to see your resume. Yeah, <laughs> and a cat wants to see food in the dinner bowl, exactly, too. <laughs> exactly. But it sounds like George was, uh, was, uh, was affectionate in a way that a lot of cats might not be. I think so. And, you know, in his own way, I think he was being affectionate, but sometimes it was annoying, especially when you were trying to get up off a chair and he was not ready for you to leave yeah. so so you know in his own way he he gave a 
us a lot of love. So yeah. now, now, did you have George uh, during kids? I th- well, d- David, uh, you know, he's he's old enough that he would have been already around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but he he was with your family for for how many years? We had him for twelve years. So we adopted him in twenty uh, two thousand and six, and then he passed away in two thousand eighteen. So you know, we had. 12, 12 good years with them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think people, maybe some people when, a, when they lose a pet, uh, they don't realize the grief that comes with losing a pet. It's just like a member of the family, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so this is, is a way to help with that, isn't it? Totally, exactly, and and that's why I wrote it. I initially wrote it as therapy for myself because I was so distraught at that last visit that, and I still get teary when I talk about it, that, you know, you don't really realize the impact your pet has on you until, unfortunately, the end. And, and this is another thing that I want to do is I want to talk to children about the impact that a pet has on us because quite often we buy a pet for our kids because, oh, it's Christmas time, and oh, there's a fluffy little kitty or a puppy, and and they love it, but do they really understand the impact that that pet will have on their lives, and especially at the end? And we hear far too often where the child goes to school one day and comes home and Fluffy's not there, and and it's an awkward conversation that a parent has to have with a child at that point. So I think it's important that we discuss discuss these things with our kids Mm -hmm. to say, look, you know, we all love our pet, but unfortunately one day it's going to happen where they're going to have to leave us and... Well, was was he ill for a while? Did he did just die of old age, or? Uh... Um, well, he had had a series of illnesses um, back in, gosh, I think maybe it was 2007. He had crystals in his urinary tract, so that was life threatening. We had gone to Disneyland and came home and discovered this, and uh, so that was our first incident. And then the second one was um, a reoccurrence of it, and then eventually he got cancer in the stomach lining. So he had it rough, you know, but we just gave him a lot of love. That's all he ever wanted, and that's all you can do. And you have to be prepared for that as well. And what's helped you the most with the grieving process? I think writing it really helped. Um, It took me two weeks to write the last chapter, and I still can't read it anymore because it it just gets me right here in the heart. Um, But I called it the last chapter. Because to me, I think it's important to recognize that it's not just the last chapter of the book, but it's the last chapter of his life, of our time together. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have another cat now, or would you ever consider getting another one? It's funny that you ask, and <laughs> we actually do. We have three cats right now, okay. but and George was one of three that we had. But after he passed away, I swore I'd never want another one. I was like, nope, that's it. I, I just can't do it. And then about six months later, um, Broken Promises, sorry, um, had uh, posted on Facebook a picture of this really cute kitten named Bubbles at the time. <laughs> And I said to myself, oh, I don't know what it is about this cat. I have to look at it. So we went and had a look at him, and I fell right in love with him. Mm-hmm. And we ended up adopting him. And his name's Felix, and that's going to be book two, Along Came Felix. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Has, did Felix help with, with the grief? I think so. Felix, of course, is <laughs> Felix. Is Felix? He's yeah. totally different. But every once in a while, I find myself accidentally calling him George, oh, yeah. because he has some of the same markings, which was totally unintentional. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think he has. But he's yeah. certainly not a replacement, right? Nobody can replace George. Oh no, no, never. And uh, you know, even though Felix is is quite animated, you know, he's only about six and a half months now, and he'll grow into himself. But no, he'll never be a George. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so originally. Uh, this was um, 
this was created to, to help you and your family through the grieving process. Now it's become a book, a self-published book that's going to help other people, especially children through the grieving process. And one of the fringe benefits is uh, Broken Promises Rescue will, will benefit from, from the sale of this book. Yes, exactly. Whether, whether people buy books online or through me, definitely they're going to be getting uh, a donation from me mm-hmm. because I think the work they do is so important. Yeah. Is there is there something like a passage in here that's your favorite that you could read read us? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Don't read the last chapter. No, I'm not going to read the last chapter. <laughs> not the last chapter. Yeah. This is what I read earlier. Okay. So it's about I'll give you a little background. So Anyone who's ever owned a cat will know this. So at some point in your life, you have to cut their nails because they grow really long and they're really sharp. And we all know that it really hurts when when they scratch you. So I wrote just a snippet of this. um, And I also have a video uh, that I did for my business communications class that is it's called How to Cut a Cat's Nails. And that I'm going to post up on my website. It's quite funny, though. But I'll, I'll read you this little bit here. A cat's claws can easily scratch and draw blood. We like to keep them short. Otherwise, they become little weapons. Long, sharp nails would often hurt us when George swatted us during playtime. Take it from me. A bloody scratch is no fun. (laughs) We could tell when it was time to cut George's claws. Lying in bed in the quiet of the night, we would hear tick, tick, tick as he walked across the floor. That's when we knew it was time to cut his nails. <laughs> That's right. Here comes the, the reaper with his... <laughs> it's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I know, lo- <laughs> right? But, you know, I really miss that noise. It's yeah. something I'll never forget. Things, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you thought you heard it again, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, I think that this is a, is a great read. It's, it's going to help a lot of people. Where can we get this book? Well, you can order it on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com or Kobo. I know on Amazon you can get the paper copy or the ebook, mm-hmm. or they can go onto my website, which is um, www.exclusivelyjk.com, and uh, you can email me for one. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Joanne Kim, author of George, a memoir, and that is one cute kitty, and uh, you know where to get it. Thank you so much for, um, for taking the time to talk to us today, Joanne. Well, thank you for coming out to my launch. I really appreciate it. So it's a great book, and... I think that's such a great idea, because there's just not a lot of things that help you through times like that. And, and this is cathartic. It could help you through a difficult time when losing a pet. Uh, Joanne is actually going to be at Cole's Indigo Bookstore at the West Shore Mall in Langford, or sorry, West Shore Town Center in Langford. Uh, she's doing a book signings of George Saturday, June 8th, from 11 till 2. She's got a limited quantity of books there. Come by and say hello, mm-hmm. and, uh, and also so, you know, if uh, you, you'd like a guest speaker at your event that can talk about the loss of a pet, she's open to that as well. So, oh, And, of course, fabulous. if you're listening to this after June the 8th, don't show up because she, she's, <laughs> she she's not there no, 24-7, she won't right? No, be there, so, exactly. So, listen, that uh, wraps up another podcast, but uh, we just want to remind you that uh, Lisa and I are real estate professionals. Exactly. So we'd love to work with you, for you, and, and help you find your way home, basically. That's yeah. what we do, and yeah. uh, we're a available here you go to our website just give us a call yeah so just uh, reach out to us on our website forbesandmarshall.ca and we'll take it from there exactly that's what we do make it nice and easy for you 
So that's a wrap on this podcast. We sure appreciate you listening. Uh, it's always nice to, you know, have a chat with friends. Have a great day. Take care. If you have a community event you'd like Forbes and Marshall to share, or maybe you need an MC, they'd love to be involved. Buying or selling your home? They can help with that, too. Reach out at ForbesandMarshall.ca. Thanks for listening to Home 